Well, happy Sunday and welcome to The Catholic Journey. This is Deacon Pat coming to you from the Woodlands in Texas. I hope you're having a great weekend. Boy, what a whirlwind of a weekend it's been uh, for us. Gosh, where do we start? You know where I think I'm going to start is it's hot in Houston. (laughs) You know, excuse me. Uh, I just ran in from the outside, so I'm getting my composure. And uh, but uh, I heard that uh, in Houston, Texas, that uh, it's hot. What is it? June, June, July, August? Yeah, I think they said June, July, August, or July, August, September, whatever. They said it's hot and it's humid and it's just miserable, and you just got to get through those months. And then the rest of the year is great, especially the following months are really, really nice. And then uh, the rest of the year is is pretty nice as well. Well, anyway, so I moved here, gosh, the end of May, so just at the beginning of uh, the uh, miserable season. And um, <clears throat> the locals say that it actually hasn't been too bad this year. But um, but anyway, we made it through those hot, humid days. And then, uh, gosh, what is this right now? The middle of September. And uh, probably the beginning of September, there was a drastic change in the weather. And uh, it cooled off. It wasn't as humid. And I thought, we made it. Oh, man, this is what it's going to be like. Well, it was a tease. <laughs> a couple of, couple of days ago, uh, God turned, turned the heat back up and the humidity, and it's uh, really hot. Normally, it wouldn't be too bad because there's quite a few things uh, that Texas does well. And I got to say, they do air conditioning well. Um, everywhere you go is, is really cool. Your homes are cool. The work, your work is cool. The churches are, are cool. California could learn something from Texas, I got to tell you. Because in California, often you're miserable in the churches. And um, here, it's much more hot and humid um, in Houston. And you're comfortable in the churches. So they, they do air conditioning well, I'll tell you. And um, obviously, in your in your car, you're you're uh, cool. And in the grocery stores and all a variety of stores that they have here, um, they have those uh, air conditioning units, um, you know, turned up, and uh, it's really really comfortable. So um, so you do really well, except if you got to go outside. Um, and where it's really bothered us this this weekend is um, our house finally closed. We were having a house built um, in the north north end of the woodlands. And uh, it was supposed to be done two and a half months ago, but uh, because of COVID and people not working and then all the rain that we had here, we had one delay after another delay after another delay. And uh, finally, our house closed. And so I was able to uh, call the storage yard where we had a big semi-truck trailer packed full of our belongings just sitting in storage in California. That's a story in itself. There's so many people moving from California to Texas, there was no place with these moving companies to store our um, our belongings in the in the back of the semi truck. There was just no room, so we had to store it in California. Yes, there's all kinds of room in California because people are leaving like crazy. Do you know that a thousand people a day are relocating to Texas? And did you know that 500 people a day? that are coming into Texas are coming from California. A mass exodus is, is, uh, is happening in, in California. And, and uh, obviously a lot of people are, are coming to Texas. Um, 
And, you know, it's funny when I talk to the, lo- the locals about that, they, they're very welcoming, very, very nice Southern people. And they said, sure, we got lots of room. Come on down. But just don't bring that California mentality with you. <laughs> and they're serious. <laughs> and I said, oh, you don't have to worry about that. I feel like I'm uh, more at home here now with uh, kind of the values, the Christian values and beliefs and and uh, uh, that, that I'm surrounded with now. So I think that's wonderful. But anyway, so we're moving into our house and uh, finally got the, the trailer was dropped, was delivered to our house last Thursday. Friday, I had a, hired a moving crew to come and move us into the house. They didn't show. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting there texting them and uh, they're not responding, not responding, not responding. And so I actually reached out to another company at Friday at noon and just said, hey, my movers... Uh, didn't uh, show uh, who are going to unpack my trailer and uh, is there by any chance you, you have uh, anybody that could help us and you know what these guys said sure we'll help you he got a team together of three people he hit some traffic on the way to my house um, but they were able to unload that traffic in that blistering heat and humidity um, in about an hour and 45 minutes maybe about two hours maybe it was but um and they just uh, went like crazy. And, and I was just saying, how are you guys standing this? And, and they said, they laughed at me. And they said, uh, actually, this, wasn't, this isn't too bad, they said. <laughs> so maybe I'll need to acclimate. I, I don't know. Um, to, to me, I was dying. And I think it's probably the humidity. Because the days are, are the, 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 the temperature, I guess, isn't too bad. It's, it's like 91, 92, maybe 93 degrees. But with that humidity, um, it uh, it feels like the feel like they call it is much over a hundred. But it has something to do with the maybe where we are um, latitude longitude um, that we're closer to the sun because it just it just uh, penetrates you. You can just feel it. You know, when we lived in Guatemala, I felt the same thing there. And um, but we were a mile high uh, when we lived in the mountains of Guatemala, and. Um, and more south than than we'd ever lived in in California, so I just attributed it to that. Well, gosh, um, I got to do some. I got to do something that I just love. So you know, I'm at my new parish now, St. Simon and Jude in the Woodlands. Beautiful parish, beautiful people. Um, people I work with are just wonderful as well. And and so last weekend I was serving at all the masses and it was great. Got to meet lots of people. And then um, they had me signed up to do baptisms on Saturday. So yesterday I had three families to do baptisms with. And I got to tell you, um, that's probably one of the most special, intimate things um, that I get to do as a deacon is, is baptisms. There's just so, so something special about the innocence of those infants, um, the purity of those infants, um, the gathering of family and friends and relatives all together, some that are fervently living their faith, some that uh, maybe have uh, kind of wandered away, but it's it's an opportunity to have another exposure to the faith. And what a beautiful way to do it than to share in that uh, beautiful ceremony that we call uh, baptism, where that uh, infant um, gets claimed by God and becomes a child of God and uh, opens up the door for all the further sacraments in the Catholic journey that they can receive. And also they get filled with that grace in their life, the grace that we all need to 
to grow in our faith, to avoid temptation, and then also when we do stumble and fall, to turn back towards God and to know of his love and care for us. And uh, so I got to baptize those three babies. It was just wonderful. It's very inspiring for me, and, uh, and I just love it. You know, one of the things I really love is, you know, part of the ceremony of a baptism is the anointing. Um, and we do the first anointing on, on the chest uh, with the uh, oil of catechumens um, with, for the baptismal anointing. Uh, but then we also, um, a- after the baptism, we anoint with the sacred chrism. And um, I just love the, 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 the sacred chrism and that anointing. It's the same oil that uh, priests are used on their hands, on their sacred hands, um, with their ordination. And, um, and anyway, one of the things that I really love is, you know, I anoint them with uh, using a little bit on my thumb and, and on the top of their head. And then after, afterwards, for the whole day, I get to smell that uh, sacred, uh, sacred uh, chrism oil. The oil is infumed, infused with a perfume, and it has a very unique and special smell to it. And, uh, and it penetrates, you know, through my thumb, even though I wipe off the excess oil afterwards, I get to... Uh, uh, reminisce as I smell and uh, throughout the day of of really um, just that the holiness of, of that baptism and and uh, the supernatural graces that just you know flew into that child at the time and just a wonderful wonderful experience. Well, we had a visiting priest today. I was at the nine thirty mass this morning and we had a visiting Filipino priest. He came from. Uh, Las Vegas, and he was on vacation visiting some family and friends in the area, and uh, and had permission, or I don't know if he had permission, or if he was told, or if he was asked to uh, to help out with the masses here in the local area. But anyway, I served with him. Father Vic is his name, and um, what a nice, nice man! Uh, great homily he delivered today, a great message today, and um, it was just great. You know, one of the things about Saint Simon and Jude that I I really like is is the kind of the commitment and the energy uh, and the resources that's put into um, the importance of fellowship. So like a lot of Catholic churches, we have the, you know, donuts and coffee after all the masses. And I think, you know, that's great. But they do something that I think is um, kind of unique is um, once a month um, after the masses, they don't just offer coffee and donuts. They actually offer a full meal. So everybody, when they finish mass, they walk over to the big hall that we have, and there's a big meal prepared. And so all the parishioners can sit down and have a meal. And it's free. You're not, we're not, you know, pay, you don't pay for it. I guess it's not free. It comes out of the donations, you know, that people give to the church. But I mean, they're not, they're not paying at that moment anyway um, for the meal. And it's just a lovely thing. And you know, so, you know, they have a five, five o'clock mass Saturday night. So they have dinner afterwards. And then Sunday morning, there's a 730 in the morning mass. So there's pancake breakfast afterwards. Then there's a 930 in the morning mass and pancake breakfast again afterwards. Then there's an 1130 in the morning mass. And so they have lunch afterwards. Um, and then they have, um, these are the English speaking masses that I'm, I'm talking about. And then they have a five, uh, five 45 in the evening, um, mass on Sunday and, uh, they have dinner afterwards with there too. And it's just a great, great, uh, time and opportunity for people to sit together and, uh, share a meal and share food together and, uh, and share their lives and share their journey with each other. 
you know, when I was in the deacon formation, I took one of the weekend classes that I had. Gosh, this is going back a lot of years, so I'm not going to remember the details, but I'll kind of give you the gist of it. Is, uh, but it had to do with, um, you know, gosh, it was something like eating with Jesus or eating, eating through the sacraments or something like that. But, but anyway, what it did, what, what the course did is it identified all the different times that Jesus um, spent time with others with a meal involved. And um, and then re- we reflected on and what what was the significance of that through that that weekend course that I had, and um, and it was it, it it brought to my attention how important really a sharing a meal uh, is together uh, is to have together as a, as a family and what that does is it not only nourishes you know our bodies but but it's an enjoyable act we 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 enjoy. Uh, the the savoriness of food that you know the taste of the food uh, the process of, of eating and having a drink as well and um, and then that time of fellowship where you can uh, joke and laugh and share you know parts of your journey together and and you know it's such a big part of of really our belief too as Catholics and what I mean what do we do every Sunday we we gather we we start our journey in our home and we we, we uh, gather ourselves together and make our way to the church where we gather a larger community of fellow believers and uh, we share in sharing of the word and then we share really of the sacrifice of, of Christ and the, the sacrificial meal. You know, it, it uh, was based from the Passover meal and uh, so it is a sharing of, of a meal together as well as we share the uh, sacred uh, consecrated host and the consecrated wine as well um, so there's such a such a, a significance in in the idea of us as Catholics um, gathering together sharing in a meal together and sharing of our lives together so something to reflect on next time you gather with uh, some friends and family and you have a meal together is is just uh, you could reflect a little bit about the holiness of that as event as well well, tomorrow's Monday, and uh, I took the day off work tomorrow and uh, because we're just trying to unpack our house. So we're still in our rental house. Thank be to God. Um, we were able to have the insight and the wisdom and maybe God's grace to uh, reserve this vacation rental house that's uh, fully furnished and very comfortable. And so we have this till the end of the month. Um, and so it buys us some time where we can go over to our new house and kind of unpack a little bit at a time and then still retreat back to our very comfortable uh, vacation house until we get to at such a level that we feel our new house is, is equally comfortable. Um, the nice thing is, is I'm opening up boxes and I'm seeing things that I packed away four months ago that I haven't seen. So it, sh- it tells me two things. One is I've been living pretty comfortably for the last four, three and a half, four months without all those belongings. So what does that tell you? I probably don't need those belongings. But the other thing is, is, is there's a lot of things that have, you know, sentimental value and to open up those boxes and to see those things that um, bring back those memories and those thoughts um, is very nice as well. And so I was doing some of that today as I was setting up different aspects of the house and uh it's real exciting because uh the house is probably bigger than than we need although it's a modest house here for texas but um we it's large enough that one of the rooms we can set up as an office we set up another room as a library and then we have uh three bedrooms left over 
um, as well. So it's uh, very comfortable for us and um, it's fun. It's fun setting up a new house. Um, it's exciting. And I think it, Liz and I are having a you know, delightful time doing that. Well, I think I rambled enough for you guys. There wasn't much of a theme to this uh, this weekend's Catholic journey other than just sharing with you a little bit about my journey. And um, I hope you're having a wonderful weekend as well and not too hot. <laughs> Hopefully it's cooling down wherever you're, you're at as well. And then uh, next weekend, uh, I look forward to uh, meeting with you. And uh, I'll have probably a little bit uh, more than an in-depth reflection for you um, for next week. Something for us to ponder and uh, kind of see God's hand and God's light in as well. Well, I wish you the very best. You stay safe and may God forever keep you in his loving embrace. God bless you. <music>